You're listening to Take Out Therapy with your host, Rebecca Hunter. If you're into personal growth and fascinated by the human condition like I am, stick with me. In the next few minutes, I'll break down a common personal growth topic and give you some straightforward ideas for change. I'm a private practice therapist and online mental health educator, so I see a lot of popular topics both in and out of the therapy office that we all struggle with. I'm here to help with that. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy, but rather the musings of a therapist and an opportunity for information and a little bit of help. Okay, let's get to work. Hello, party people. Thank you so much for joining me today for your weekly mental health lesson. Um, I'm excited for today's episode. I think it's really interesting. Um, And it's also funny how sometimes I come up with these episodes. I've been recording them completely on the fly now. (laughs) I used to batch record them. So I do a whole bunch at one time and then, you know, like have Camille help me with all the little side things that had to get done to, to publish a podcast. And then I just decided, you know what, girl, you're making this way too complicated. And I just do everything myself now. So I just record the podcast on Mondays afternoons. And I just write up a very short, simple blurb. Sometimes I send out an email. Sometimes I don't. If you'd like to get my sometimes email, (laughs) feel free to subscribe to my list. Um, But this week, I have been noticing a theme that's come up in therapy around detachment. So it's really interesting because I'm going to talk to you today about this idea about how to detach um, in general from people or maybe from their some specific behaviors. Like sometimes we need to physically detach ourselves from others. (laughs) And sometimes we can kind of emotionally detach from others. It just really depends on what your situation is or what you know, um, what the deal is, my friend, you kind of have to think about like, well, who the person is and what the situation is, you know, if it's like, um, something that like our close family does, and we, um, are driven absolutely bananas by it, we can emotionally detach from it. Absolutely. Um, obviously like if it's somebody who lives in our house, we can't, we can't physically detach, but we can definitely emotionally attach, uh, detach. And then there's that whole pickle about like when we actually need to get out of a relationship. Sometimes we need to detach from people. Maybe it's a toxic person or terrible feeling relationships, um, you know, that with unhealthy patterns and all that fun stuff. Maybe it's just flat out somebody that triggers you. Um, but a lot of times we need to get out of relationships or detach from some aspect of a relationship. Maybe it's somebody else's behavior and it feels terrible. And so instead of doing what we need to do and detaching, we don't. And then we become kind of victimized, right? So um, I used to have this neighbor that I'm going to use a silly example. I used to have this neighbor that drove me crazy. Um, and I would get all roped in, you know, to whatever the behavior was. 
and then basically realize like, oh my gosh, like I have, I'm all roped in <laughs> about like some silly neighborhood garbage, right? And then I would have to like work on emotionally detaching, which would mean logistical steps would have to be taken, right? In order to free myself emotionally. But it feels bad when it's somebody that's close to us or somebody we're in a relationship with, right? If it's family or maybe um, maybe we need to detach a little bit from a friend. Um, sometimes friends can be really triggering and the things that they go through can be really, really hard to watch. And sometimes it's best for us if we can just kind of step back a little bit from it. Um, and there's a way to do that without like abandoning people, my friend. There's a way to do that without feeling abandonment. Um, maybe it's a more serious situation in which we need to detach from somebody we deeply love, somebody who isn't taking care of their own mental health or somebody who isn't, um, being accountable for their behavior. More importantly, that's kind of what I mean. Just somebody whose behavior is not okay in our life. It's triggering. It's uncomfortable. Like, by the way, may I just add you get to choose who's in your life, okay? And so don't feel like you can't detach from people. But it's important that we talk about um, how to detach kindly. Because the reason that we don't detach when we need to, people always say, oh, I stayed in relationships too long. Or, oh my God, I should have left that job a long time ago, right? The reason that we do that is because detachment feels so bad, both from the person who needs to leave and the person who has to stay. And we want to, um, and it feels like abandonment. And so instead of that, we just stay. So let's talk about the, what the difference is, because here's the deal. Here's what I've been teaching people lately. We can detach from other people really kindly. <laughs> we can totally do that. That's possible. And I want to teach you how in a really quick little lesson. Let's talk about detaching without intention, which is detaching not kindly. Okay. What we do is we get super pissed off about and we do a lot of othering. This is one of the reasons I love Tara Brock is that she's ta she talks about how we other. We're like, she did this and she didn't understand. And I, you know, I tried to do this, but then she did, you know, it's, we work ourselves into this angry frenzy where we can feel justified to leave the person. And that's super, super important to understand. We're just angry. And that's okay. You can be angry, but acting out of anger is not grown up behavior in a lot of cases. <laughs> and so, and you know what I mean? Cause you and I, we have both done some shady stuff when we were mad. Right. And being mad is, I could do a whole episode on that. Right. Of course, but being at mad is justified. Um, and it's safe 
and it keeps us safe and it keeps us from accessing all the other reasons why we need to detach right and it and it comes in big and it comes in strong and it's never particularly loving so acting out of anger is a good indication that we're detaching without intention or that somebody's detaching from us without intention right the other thing to look for is like causing of shame um, shame, 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 shame. Go find Brene Brown if you don't know about her. She's a shame researcher and she has put out some beautiful information to teach us about what shame is. But it's basically just that underlying feeling like that we're um, not a good person, that there's something wrong with us inherently. Um, and shame is something that when we feel that, and by the way, everybody has shame. I don't care who you are. Um, we all have shame and, and shame is, um, we have to do something with it. <laughs> it's just one of those emotions, like human beings really like to pass around like a hot potato. And so what we do is we typically either overly caretake for somebody or we shame the shit out of them. <laughs> we just pass it along like a hot potato. And so detachment without intention can sometimes look like being shamed or trying to cause somebody else to feel bad about the kind of person they are. Um, and so that is super understandable and um, very common and also feels really bad to both parties. Um, you're not going to be able to get out of that one without getting hurt is what I'm saying. And so, um, that's how you know that someone is detaching without really having a lot of intention around what's happening. And then the other things you'll see in just like this detachment that just scares the hell out of all of us and that none of us want to have happen or to do to anyone. Um, but sometimes we do because we don't have intention. And sometimes people did that to us because they didn't understand either. It's like when we invalidate each other, like ignoring, ignoring someone, giving them the silent treatment is very hurtful. It's detaching from somebody else. Of course it is. Like, just leave me alone. Silence, nothing. You get nothing out of me. It's so understandable, but it's completely like this very damaging detachment that's hard to bounce back from, to be honest, right? It's like that ultimate abandonment. <laughs> so whether somebody does this to you or you do this to somebody else, it might be time to just try something different that might work better right? Passive aggressive behavior never won any prizes. And silence and ignoring somebody in that ultimate abandonment or, or invalidation is part of that. So that's all the things not to do is what I'm saying, because they'll hurt you as well as the person that you're trying to detach from. But what you can do if you really care about somebody, but you need to leave a relationship, if you really care about yourself and you need to detach emotionally from something, you can detach with love, which looks a lot different. 
it's, um, you know, if you're trying to leave a relationship, for example, with somebody that you deeply love, but you know, like this thing's done, I gotta go. I need to detach from you, right? You can do it in a way that is kind and compassionate and empathic and understanding and in a way where you have rock solid line boundaries. <laughs> you get to leave. Don't forget. You, you just get to leave relationships. You get to choose who's in your life right? But do it with love. Do it in a kind way if you possibly can. And what I would say is the, the first thing to do is get emotionally regulated. My friend, if you are so angry that you're trying to actively hurt somebody else, meaning emotionally, like, are you saying mean things? Are you feeling like all this um, rage and hatred and resentment, right? That is not a place to come from when we talk about detachment. It's just going to be really, really hard for you to detach from there. But if you come into a place where you can be more emotionally regulated and like really think things through in a rational way using all the different parts of your mind, both the rational and the emotional parts of your mind, Oh, it's so much easier to figure out how to detach in a way that's permanent and healthy. But when we detach in like anger and shame and by ignoring people, it doesn't last. And so it's really hard emotionally to be able to get detached. Does that make sense? I hope so, my friend. Um, you know, the other thing is like these, my two favorite words in therapy are the words curious and open. Okay. So if you've ever had to leave a relationship that's been unhealthy for whatever reason, maybe it was with a college roommate, maybe it was with, right, your um, friend from way back in the day, maybe it was from leaving a job or leaving a relationship. It's a good idea to just kind of stay curious. It really helps us stay in a place of emotional regulation for one thing, right? Because if we go down the rabbit hole of anger, it's just really hard to get out of it, of feeling really victimized and of all this like negative, negative. I'm not saying don't feel the negative stuff. I'm saying like, be curious about what else is there, <laughs> right? try to kind of tilt your head to the side and go like, what's up with you? Right? What may be, might be happening for this person that maybe isn't about you? Right? And, and the reason we want to do that is because sometimes we get stuck in a space where we think everything's about us. It's a funny place to be my friend and, a, and yet a place I find myself often. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's like, if we're open to the idea that not everything's about us, and we can be a little bit curious, then we can understand what's needed, right? We can validate the other person's experience, maybe, <laughs> right? To say, like, listen, I know that you're really struggling right now. And I don't exactly know what is happening for you, but like it impacts me and here's how, and that's why I have to go. 
right? And, and, and here's the thing is like to be able to understand another person is also an exercise in being able to understand yourself, my friend. So if you need to detach, you need to understand why that's happening for you. You need to understand your part in it, what might be there for you to learn or a place where maybe you can grow. And here's the deal. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody who just triggers you, and you know, like, oh, I've got this trigger and it's a really tough, it's really hard for me to be in relationships, like, for example, with people that are flaky, right? Because I need people to be able to show up for me. And so this person's too triggering and I need to detach. You can totally do that in a really kind way by just having good boundaries, right? By just sort of saying, like, you get to take up this emotional space, but not this, like in your own head, not to them, because that's just an odd thing to say. <laughs> what I'm saying is you just, if you can come from a place of being emotionally regulated, you can detach with somebody by understanding them and being cu more curious than judging, right? Being kind of open to like, okay, well, this experience is different for both of us. And that's okay, right? That that's okay to have a different experience, but you're going to set a boundary and choose how you want to conduct the relationship anyways, does that make sense? Like, I think at some point in raising of my kids, I needed to another silly example, but emotionally detach from the fact that they didn't clean their rooms. Like they don't, they don't care about having clean rooms. Right. And it's interesting because hindsight's 2020 baby. As soon as I detached from the process and got out of it, they cleaned their rooms. It's like, it's so the whole thing's just so annoying. This whole parenting situation. It's like, as soon as you do whatever you need to do to heal, the kid just falls in line. <laughs> What's up with that? Anyways, I knew that I needed to emotionally detach from it. And so that was about me, right? Like getting emotionally regulated, getting out of this angry place where I'm like, rah, 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 rah. I'm like Charlie Brown's mom about the rooms, right? Like that's super helpful. Thank you. But rather just to get curious and be open and in the end, like just kind of validating like, okay, well, they're kids, right? And I'm going to let them express themselves in this way while they're young. And just sort of like, this isn't really a good and validating my own trigger of like, oh man, this isn't a really very good idea to get all wrapped up in. Like, this is a very poor use of my energy and my time. <laughs> right. And I, and if I can't figure out how to sort of win, then this is going to be a long, arduous losing battle. And so just validating my own need to move forward and then just having boundaries with myself around it and saying like, I'm not going to do more than two reminders. And this is going to be the consequence. And beyond that, like there will be not a lot of you know, anything like that's coming from an emotional place and being able to detach emotionally from a situation in whatever logistical way had to happen in order for you to just be in good health, but also like be in good standing, like be a good person, be a nice, compassionate, empathic and loving person. Ah, wouldn't that be lovely to be able to detach with love? 
Glennon Doyle says, bless and unfollow. <laughs> and I like that expression. It's kind of funny. It's like, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Right. And we can do that, my friend. And you can do it in a way that doesn't trigger you and doesn't destroy another person, but just exercises your right to get to choose like who gets to be in a relationship with you. Cause you, you are fantastic. And I am so lucky that you're my friend. Thanks for being here. I'll see you next week. I hope you found today's episode helpful. Here's the deal. I'd like to get rid of some of the stigma around mental health, and this is how I'm doing it. You can join me by leaving a review, sending an episode along to a struggling friend, or even subscribing, my friend. Any of those choices would be exciting because then we would be helping more people. If you want to dig in further with me, I have spots open in my monthly online anxiety group. It's going to fill up fast, so get in touch. Or you can join my free private group for daily tools, journal prompts, and information to help move you from struggling with anxiety to healing it. It's the Anxiety Recovery Club, and I'm not messing around over here. <laughs> Head to the link in the show notes at rebeccahuntermsw.com. Way to show up today. Thank you.